Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Magic Mike. Now, today in this episode, we have a special guest all the way from Germany. We have Jan Meninger. Did I get your name correct? Hey, yeah, uh, totally fine with uh, Jan, but most people actually know me as Joe from Celebrate.io. Um, there's actually background story uh, behind this. I attended for my senior year uh, Midwestern State University in Wichita Falls, Texas. Go Mustangs! And um, uh, the, the, the guys over there always have been troubled with the Umlaut Ö uh, because it's always spelled O-E in, in, in non-German characters. Mm -hmm. And um, th th then they at one point actually started calling me Umlaut. So I was totally cool <laughs> with uh, totally cool with Joe at this point in time. So that's why <laughs> most people know me as Joe. So Joe, welcome to the show, Joe. You know, happy to have you on and happy to get your thoughts, your insights, your experience on my show. So Joe, tell us more about your show. Just now you introduced yourself as the host of StartupRed.io. Tell us more about that. Well, I, I need to go a little bit back in time because I I just started out uh, being a consultant um, in a new job back in 2012. And a friend approached me and he said, oh, I know some guy who is actually doing one of the first startup podcasts in Germany. And uh, don't you want to join him as a co-host? He's looking for someone who is more of a business guy. And I said, yeah, sure, of course. Uh, I do one or two shows with him. That's now nine years in the past and i'm now doing two shows a week um it, it, we started a german only startup podcast basically mm -hmm. more or less the idea i'm doing now is um we had at first uh, people coming in discussing startup news. Then we had some interviews. And at mm -hmm. one point, I did have an international guest. At this time, there was the Microsoft Accelerator program in Berlin. And uh, mm -hmm. he was no German native speaker. And he said, oh, well, you know, it's better for me um, to do it in English. And so I started doing interviews in English. And that was kind of the kickstart of what you know today as startuprate.io and mm -hmm. over time it grew in importance and in reach so um as we're talking right now in beginning of april 2021 yep um I have scored in podcast charts across 52 countries, like the usual suspects, um, the US, US Germany, yeah. Italy, France, UK, Canada, um, and all the other guys, um, but also countries you usually don't have on your radar. And I'm even happier that there's interest for my podcast. Think about South Africa, Zimbabwe, mm -hmm. Dominion mm -hmm. Republic, um, Dubai, Singapore, um, yeah. Uruguay, um, mm -hmm. all, all those interesting countries where I never thought, hey, somebody would be even interested in my podcast. And um, right now, I'm doing this full time. I jumped ship uh, consulting on, uh, on December 31st, 2020. Mm -hmm. um, thought it would be a great time to do... Um, to be uh, independent, to be an entrepreneur. Turns mm -hmm. out coronavirus uh, made this <laughs> a little bit harder for me, but but I'm still finding. And um, I've been mm -hmm. now podcasting with StartupRate.io on a mm -hmm. more or less regular basis since 2015. Then my mm -hmm. co-host Christian, uh, Christian uh, Fahrenbach, who's also a German guy, but he's living 
in 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 New York joined me, right. and he always joins me f uh, at least ten times a year when we do what we call this month in German startups. So we get together for approximately twenty minutes. We do a mm -hmm. recording of everything that was going on in the German startup scene in the last month. We only skipped like July and August, um, doing a little summer break and then have a bigger wrap up in September. We also usually do a, um, a review of last year and a forecast for the next year. And we've been completely, utterly and totally off in 2020. Uh, we've been talking how great everything looked and this would be the year of uh, Beethoven because, uh, he would have turned 250. Uh, you know, wow. da, 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 and uh, <laughs> stuff like this, and uh, turned out completely off Corona, screwed everything up. But nonetheless, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're still doing it. But in our 2021 outlook, we've been much, much more cautious. <laughs> so it's been like a very um, cautious approach in that sense. It's, it's like yeah. a learning lesson. It's exactly. like you learn from yeah. And in 2018, we kind of complete, completely tore up all the, um, all the construct we had in past 2017. Uh, end of December, we stopped the German podcast and it was basically, um, out, uh, by myself, just supported by Christian and our local community manager, Pedro, who's running a, um, startup blog called frankfurt valley frankfurt valley.app mm -hmm. and uh he helps me to stay very well connected with the frankfurt and rhein startup scene around here so basically that's the team that's what i'm doing plus we get oh, we try to be a b2b podcast so um we know our audience is compared to the average audience very wealthy. So we have almost 50% of the top 10 and top 10, 20 income brackets, according to Google analysts, uh, Google analytics and analytics, Google ads. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we are um, focusing on that. So what we usually do is for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. So we always interview startups, um, mm -mm. usually part of the question is how did you bump into, into the problem you're solving with your right. startup? Where does the idea come from? What do you do differently? Mm -hmm. And always the question, um, if they're looking for venture capital funding or not, uh, where they're expanding and all that stuff. That's basically what we're doing. Plus the news wrap ups, plus from time to time, like special occasion or certain interviews, for example, the, crowdfunding rules in all of the European Union will be changing and we'll be talking very early about that so entrepreneurs can prepare, uh, know what to expect and can already make a plan being ahead of the curve. Gotcha. So, Joe, you know, going back, you started this, what, nine years? You've, you've been going through this podcaster journey as like almost nine years, am I right? Yeah, almost 10. Yeah, almost 10, actually. Almost 10, yeah. <laughs> what? What was the first mic you you used for your first show? And what is your current mic setup that you're using for your shows? <laughs> um, I I actually ca can't remember what was the first one I had like um, mm -hmm. 10 years ago. I, I think it was some type of USB headset that right, I was using okay. because at this time I was not using... Um, I was not using uh, doing a video podcast. I was mm -hmm. I was audio only, and so that was totally fine. Um, 
right now I just upgraded it, uh, to Rode uh, Podcaster microphone. As as right. you can see, it, is it it's audio only, right? Uh, but I can show yep. it to you here in the video. That's basically my setup right now. Um, I've also found that. Oh, let me take one step back, uh, th and then the story makes sense. Uh, I became a dad in 2019, and before that, we had to move house to get an additional room. So I got my study here. Uh, people who watch uh, on a regular basis my videos on YouTube already saw that the background at least changed. changed. And <laughs> it's it's smaller now, my study, of course, because the, the kid needs a bigger room. But yeah, um, yeah. I found that the audio quality wasn't really good so basically i was getting some some um some um how do you call it textile on right, my right. Uh, work desk which didn't help a lot and then i was doing some acoustic foam so basically everything you cannot see in this yes. uh video video cut is covered the walls i can show you here a little bit on my uh actually everything <laughs> is co coated covered. with this yeah, audio yeah, foam yeah. yeah so that helped me a lot um and so the road podcaster started to make sense before mm -hmm. that i was very very long a very happy customer of the samsung meteor microphone that, ah, that was, okay yeah okay that was pretty good I, I really loved it, but at one point I could not like squeeze out additional quality out of it. It right, right. Don't don't get me wrong. It totally may be the case that I was I was just not able to do this because my background is I'm a consultant, I'm a finance guy, so uh, everything in terms of audio podcasting, editing, video editing, I have mm -hmm. to teach myself. And if you look back at the very first videos or you tune into the very first audio podcast you're really hearing that it's sometimes it's <laughs> really bad <laughs> i mean that's that's the journey that you've came across like right right yep. from the first mic to what you're using now to the first editing to what you're doing now it's it's all you know it takes steps to learn from those it's baby steps i think podcasting is all about that learning journey to me joe yeah it's it's i think the most important stuff is not that you deliver perfect quality from the start because perfection is the lowest possible standard yep. um i do believe that your first podcast have to be good enough and you to keep improving keep improving keep improving for example um when i moved here i always had trouble with the fan of my laptop because it's mm -hmm. working now at maximum capacity i really strain it and i seriously need to upgrade my hardware but mm -hmm. right now I cannot do that. So I did some steps. Uh, for example, you may know for some offices, there's something like an arm where you can put on boom uh, arm, yeah, yeah, yeah. From boom arm where you can put on uh, the laptop. So basically yep. I bought one like this and actually I fix it underneath the table to get less audio ah. noise, which did not make like a big difference. And that's mm -hmm. why I started to use, uh, started using crisp.ai the mm -hmm. ai filter which already helps a lot but i also have to like minimize the usage of basically close everything that i'm not using right now um right, right. in order to 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 get uh the best possible quality until the point where I do the hardware upgrade 
You see, 2021 is the year where podcasting is going to be made easy. You know, that's the theory I have. And that's the research I'm doing. And apps are actually helping this um, cause in that sense. Now, you mentioned crisp.ai. That's mm-hmm. one of the apps we were going to talk about. You know, how has this helped you? You know, how you discovered it and how, like you mentioned, you know, it cut out the noise of um, the computer noise. But how else has it helped you in terms of podcasting? And how, how good has it been? How has it enabled you as a better podcaster in that sense? Um, it actually helps to filter out a lot, but not everything of the background noises. For example, uh, when my baby son is a very active guy, he's now 20 months old and he starts to have his own will and testing his, his boundaries. And actually when he is, let's say, discussing, other people would say screaming with my, with my <laughs> wife, uh, you, you can still hear it, but, um, yeah. uh, they, uh, Crisp is pretty good in filtering out some like steady background noise, uh, but admittedly also my fan, they don't get out totally like 100%, but it helped me there a lot. What I'm also using is Alphonic. Um, ah, it's, yeah, it's, it's actually an Austria-based company. And right. what you can do, uh, wh- what I personally do, I do basically, I edit the video of my interviews, the, the YouTube video in right. a tool called Shortcut, which is also open source. It's like the audacity for the video editors. Video, yeah. Shortcut. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, like the um, S-H-O-T-C-U-T, Shortcut. Um, wow. It, yeah. it's, it's an open source tool and I found it very helpful. Um, admittedly, there's there's always uh, one aspect I can get better, um, but basically that's what I'm working with. And then I upload it into Alphonic mm-hmm. and uh, then I get back like a video file with improved audio quality and the same audio level, which as you can tell, it, it's very, very hard to do, especially if you do it manually. Exactly. Um, I get back... Um, a video file before before I realized that Alphonic has this function. I actually first uploaded a video file on YouTube and then used the tool to rip the audio track off my own uh, video and uh, publish it uh, as an audio track. Right, and, um, right, right. I also get like an automated transcript by uh, Google Cloud plus right. uh, all those files getting out of that, which I use um, to to get more attention to get more uh, website traffic and post it as a transcript. Plus there are a few people with hearing hearing impairments that actually find it very useful that I have it there. That's a, yeah, that's, you know, transcripts, they actually, it, it takes a lot of time to do a transcript because you have to wet through, wet through it. But then the, it, it helps, it helps the community in that sense. That's, that's ultimately what transcripts are there for. Um, let's talk about streamer, Joe. You were mentioning before this, you know, streamer, it's an upcoming internet radio. Maybe tell us more about streamer. Uh, what, well, what I do is I do have a service, um, where I can start an internet radio station. So basically I was, I was, um, when I started like full time in 2021, I took some time off as we say in Germany, between the years, meaning the time between Christmas and uh, New Year's Eve. Um, right. 
little background story. I, I always try to, to get people a little bit more attuned to uh, German culture. And between the years means um, between 1648 and 18 something, uh, Germany was split into like hundreds of different states and your religion depended on your head of state. So there's been Calvinists, Catholics, um, Lutherans, like we call in Germany, Protestants, and right, your right. religion and your calendar depended on your head of state. And between Christmas and New Year's Eve, all the years ended and the new one started. So that's why we still call it between the years. Um, and between those years, I took some time and basically reached out to all the internet radio talk stations out there. And I found some tools that enabled me to basically convert my audio podcast into a 24-7 internet radio station. Then I found it to be a little bit boring, so I teamed up with, for example, Starting uh, Y and mm -hmm. uh, Laptop Radio with Michelle Singh. She is awesome. She's an early employee of PayPal, and she's running um, Laptop Radio as a um, radio show, one-hour radio show, or two-hour radio show, depending... Mm -hmm not really sure, but a radio show <laughs> on right. uh, Stanford uh, campus radio uh, talking about cutting edge technology. And mm -hmm. I have like a radio free enterprise on there as well as others. And basically the idea is at midnight German time, I start a six hour rotation and every day has a different topic. So for example, on Mondays, um, we talk to startups from Berlin. We talk to startups from Munich um, and um, on Tuesdays, we talk to startups from Frankfurt, from Hamburg. On Wednesday, we have our software as a service hour. We talk about cybersecurity, female entrepreneurship. And on Thursdays and Fridays, we each have a double hour of uh, blockchain content as well as fintech content. And after six hours, the rotation starts again. The The schedule is the same, but the content is not necessarily the same <laughs> because I have like more than 400 pieces of um, audio content right now. And mm -hmm. I use this software to actually stream it, the internet mm -hmm. radio station. It's called startuprate.io, like my podcast. That may change in the future, but there there's some copyright and naming issues I first have to solve. And right. um, basically this stream is available on many internet radio station platforms and streamer is one of them but you can also have your smart speaker your alexa we now have an alexa skill out there you just say alexa play startup radio and boom we're on there 24 7 live wow wow that's like incorporating technology with podcasts that's, yeah it's, that's I, how it is I, I, basically i always told people that a podcast is a radio show you can download it's not aired it's downloaded and at one point i realized oh look dang it i can actually make a radio out of my shows because if you would like continually listen to my show to startuprate.io all the episodes i've published so far you would have been busy like for two weeks without any sleep <laughs> I, I think i think you just gave me the title there for the episode joe podcast a startup two weeks without <laughs> sleep <laughs> that's awesome you know you know like the idea of how podcasts and radio are together I, I, I mean it's true podcast is a radio station that can be downloaded that is that is true 
Yeah, because podcast is like creativity wise, it's free and it's 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 why it's, it's there's a wide range for podcasting. You can talk anything under the blue sky. Um, yeah. So oh, in I, terms, I would uh, like to add one thing here uh, to the <laughs> aspect of the internet radio. Uh, very simply, everybody who's running a podcast in English, uh, talking about topics related to business, tech, tech news, startups, startup news, or something like this. Guys, mm-hmm. feel free to reach out. We are always looking for like new content and I'm sure we could find uh, one or another solution. And if there's like a platform where you don't find our content yet, just let me know as well. And we do our best to get it there as fast as possible. Nice, nice. It's, it's you know, getting it out there on the platform sets important for podcasters as well, you know, getting the yep. reach and all that. So speaking about reach, you know, I'm, I'm going to touch upon promotion. So mm-hmm. how do you actually promote your show um i'm not necessarily promoting uh the show i'm i'm trying to build a startup rate.io as a brand admittedly i've already started registering the brand uh like fall of mm-hmm. last year with the european um pat- patent brand patent, patent uh, office, pa- yeah, yeah. yeah brand and patent office basically um sometime in 2022 at at the latest i'll, I'll have my brand and nice. um i'm basically since we are the authority on german startups which is not a marketing slogan we came up with but there was mm-hmm. um a berlin-based startup um, mm-hmm. book a street artist that promoted our interview with them and they basically said for more than six years startuprate.io has been already the authority on german startups and ever since we said startuprate.io the authority on german startups <laughs> and basically we try to sneak them in what we're sharing and we're basically sharing 24 7 across multiple channels um startup news covering the german-speaking startup scene meaning germany of course austria parts Mm -hmm. of switzerland and never forget the Liechtenstein, which is a country with a population of less than manhattan and a size a little bit bigger than the island of manhattan (laughs) and um so we in in terms of like to share them uh 24 7 and we use two tools to do that and i basically have like an endless list of new sites, blogs, other podcasts that I'm going through like s- several times a day. And then okay. I start just putting it into our tools. Um, basically, what I do is like I read through the article pretty quickly. I translate the headline or the main meaning at um, um, into English, and that that's what I'm sharing on social media. Um, I'm right, using two right, tools right. for that. Um, buffer, which is set to US time zones, because like one third of our audience is basically located oh, in no. the United States. Yeah, Important, yeah. of course, Silicon Valley Bay area, but also the tri-state area around New York City. Um, Austin. Austin is important. Chicago, but also mm. Toronto in Canada, Canada high five yeah. to, to all the guys in Canada. Um, and basically that's where we're sharing this. And the other tool I'm using, it's called socialb.io. Right. And it, the big advantage is they have categories. And so basically I'm always filling up the startup news 
and they have stuff when you don't have startup news or in between that just sneak in some additional stuff. What I have there as additional stuff is of course my own episodes, all the options to subscribe as well as uh, steady feeds from like other blogs, you know, entries and horror wits. They they are also podcasting, but they're an important Mm -mm. VC um avc and all the the like big blogging vcs the interesting Mm -mm. uh blogging entrepreneurs that's all what i sneak in and always like several times a day i'll also share episodes of mine with that i do this on i do this on um twitter which is our most successful channel Yeah. yeah facebook used to be important but they they steadily twist the algorithms so you get less Mm -hmm. and less and less and less reach basically you can actually see the numbers dropping over the years and basically Mm -hmm. if you want to have reach on facebook right now you have to pay there's no other way and basically the importance of facebook as a platform drops and drops and drops on the other side linkedin is is getting higher and um we we are also trying uh, stuff like Instagram, which does not necessarily work for us that well. It it, it mm-hmm, works mm-hmm. somehow, but it doesn't necessarily work that well. Uh, but mm-hmm. best platform with a big margin is Twitter for us. Gotcha. No, we're coming towards the end of the show, Joe. You know, it's been quite interesting how you Already, actually walked I, did, us I didn't through. share half of what I've done to talk. <laughs> It's 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 like we're coming up almost to the end. It's like there's so much to talk about. That I, I imagine we can do a part two on this. To be very honest, yeah, sure. It's like there's so much on this. So you know, coming up to the towards the end, Joe, what has been the biggest challenge for you as a podcaster? Um, as I said, I'm a non-technical guy. The the the, the most challenging part for me was always getting the tech right which i don't have admittedly 100 percent because when i started out there was just the option to host your um content on your website and when um always the busiest time for my podcast is between u.s thanksgiving like end of november Mm -hmm. and uh like mid of january and um, especially Christmas, every year on the 25th, we publish a fintech review with a lot of very interesting guests. And that's basically what knocked my website down like two years in a row, 2017, 2018. And so I decided like with a snap decision 2019, I go to external hosting and setting up the new website, getting this hosting right, uh, get getting the social media tools right. That's always yeah a challenge because you have to understand a lot about tech. And for me, it's very, very slow because I never studied computer science and I don't have like this, this basic uh, fundament where you can build on. So, so I always, I'm always struggling there. Plus getting like consistent, good audio quality. Now I have it on my side, but I'm still struggling with uh, getting my, uh, my guests 
to do real good yeah. audio quality. Uh, for example, I, I used to have, before I stopped interviews when something was happened, I used to have at least one interview a quarter where some handyman was drilling or hammering in the background. <laughs> um, I was talking to the COO of Startup Bootcamp uh, FinTech in London, and she was right. in a co-working space, and somebody was behind her pushing around tables. <laughs> Oh, and stuff like that. That is something oh. I did in the past, and right now I, I'm more confident to say, "Hey guys, this is not working. Let us find another slot." And and what yeah. also helped me quite a lot is Calendly. Um, basically, I have I have a Google Calendar which I use to manage a mm -hmm. lot of my time, and um, Calendly helps me a lot because. When I first want to meet a person, I, I send out a link, hey, book your slot 15 minutes, and they already know when I'm free, and I can book what suits them, plus 60 minutes for recording. That's usually the slot I'm using, and that already helped me such a lot because you save like 50 minutes each day ju just mailing around, um, finding slots. Doodle was yep. pretty good, but I do believe a combination of Doodle and Calendly is, is something that really, really helped me a lot, like freeing up two, three hours a week. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, we talked about the apps, Calendly, Doodle, Google mm -hmm. Calendar. Let me ask this question. If there's this one app, you know, that one app that magically helps you solve any challenge you have with podcasting. You know, you said you named one of your biggest challenge. But I'm pretty sure there are many challenges. But if there's this one app that solves the challenge, what would that magical app be like? Ooh, that's a, I, I'm not sure. It would need to be a, like a reliable and good calendar, which I could use to coordinate myself because I'm not 100% the 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 person who also always determines his or her schedule mm. also my wife's out there we have some family stuff to do uh sometimes i have to take care of our baby boy babysitting and stuff like that that is something it needs to be accessible for somebody else i have to talk to my investors they uh, they have to be able to book slots and all that stuff plus it had to be a real good online recording studio with an impeccable audio and video quality that would then automatically produce it and just post it online. <laughs> but admittedly, I, I, I already have a lot of those tools up here, but they're not like combined. E even something that would be a backbone that only connects all those tools would be something that would really, really helped me a lot not only talking about like the podcast itself but the whole process from scheduling your uh podcasts um your podcast slots to actually producing it to um mm. post-production to yada 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 finally publication and then re uh sharing it because when i did an interview i reshared on on like a constant basis for at least 12 months i did an mm -hmm. interview with uh one of my former bosses from mckinsey uh, tamash who is the founder of raising weltsparen right. and um actually i did the interview with him in 2017 and i keep mm -hmm. sharing it because people are still interested in it that's awesome you know it's like it's like a console i would say it's like you know, having like a console, having all that. It's amazing. You know, Joe, 
I mean, due to the time constraint, you know, we have to keep this show short. But it's been so amazing, you know, having you on the show, talking about your journey, talking about streamer, talking about Calendly, talking about um, start startup red dot io. It's amazing how you've done all this, and and congrats on you know going full time on this. It's it's it, it may look challenging, but there is definitely a future for podcasting. There is definitely a future in the audio industry. There is mm-hmm. definitely a boom. As a final question, Joe, I ask this to all the guests who come on: What did you have for breakfast this morning? <laughs> Um, I, I was actually having some cereals. Um, I, I still have it here because it's it's early German time here, and as always, life doesn't work without coffee. I have like coffee. a big thermos mug, and I have at least at least two uh two or three of those here. Uh, maybe a whole thermos a day. So uh, life just doesn't work without coffee for me, coffee. and I keep drinking coffee between. 6 a.m. when I get up and at least um, at least uh, noon, 12 o'clock. Wow. Awesome. Joe, thank you so much for coming on Magic Mike. I hope you had good fun. I hope the listeners had, good, uh, had a good listen and it's been great. It's been great having you on the show. Yeah, totally my pleasure. Everybody who'd like to learn more, go on startup.radio, which will redirect you right now uh, to my podcast website. And in about us section, you can learn more. You can see our interviews of all the people who are working for startuprate.io, as well as all the options to reach out to me. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure being your guest and would love to come back for like episode two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this, Joe. Let's do this. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you. Bye-bye.